everybody here today on another episode of Black Society's Healing Hotspot. I'm your host, Najee Talley, and today's topic, we're going to be talking about getting y'all the help that y'all need. Before we even get started, I just want to say thank you all for your support, your love, your interactions. I love you all so much, and we're going to continue to grow and provide Healing Hotspot you know, provide this as a source for people to go to, to find comfort and love and even resources that can help them. This was the goal that I said and stated in the last video for 2024. If y'all haven't saw that already, be sure to check it out. Matter of fact, go click that and then come back to this one. Come on now. Gotta watch the first video before you get to this one. Definitely thank you all for your support, your love, and I hope that we can continue to go on this journey together focusing on mental health. This week, I made time to see how the audience felt on certain things. Questions such as, you know, how do you define mental health? Do you see a therapist? And overall, how can society grow to be better? How can society change the outlook on mental health? What can we do to normalize mental health? Mental health can be defined in various ways, but overall, my personal opinion or going online and looking up this specific definition mental health is overall about your psychological and emotional well-being you know even though you might go to the gym or make sure your nails and your face and everything looks good physically what are you doing to take care of yourself emotionally do you just wake up and paint on a smile and say you're okay and keep it going you can only do that for so long, you know. You're talking to a person that's also experienced that too. It gets tiring. It gets exhausting. Having to wake up and put on a whole facade of a person that you're not feeling at that moment. You don't have to do that to yourself. You don't have to drain yourself by being a totally different, complete person. You know, being a completely different person. I said that all backwards. <laughs> but you should be able to take care of yourself. Be able to ask yourself, am I doing okay? Am I taking care of myself emotionally? That way I don't have to rely on somebody else. Am I applying things that I said I was going to into the new year to be a better person that I wanted to be? Do I want, you know, am I in the right steps? To be that person that I want to be, am I going to be able to make that change that is necessary for my life? All these questions, all these questions I've asked myself, and I'm sure you probably asked yourself too. Emotionally, it's good to see where you are. It's good to check on yourself. See how you're really feeling. Like, for example, you might have had a rough day and you cried at the end of that day. Or you may not even notice that you're crying. Sometimes, some people do that. Some people do. But if you're feeling, you know, such feelings that you feel, <laughs> you should be able to try and sit down and journal your thoughts or journal out your entire day to see exactly what triggers you. What triggered you into feeling such emotion of sadness? You know, what made you feel, you know, hurt? What made you feel ashamed? You know, what made you feel, you know, all these different type of emotions that cause you to feel the way that you feel? 
it's good to know what triggers you. That way, for you to become a better person, you can discharge yourself away from such negative things that could be making you not the person that you want to be. Rather, if that's, you know, hanging out with certain people that you thought was good for you in the in the beginning and gave you that good feeling or had something that you like wanted and that made you feel good. If it's not healthy, then you got to let it go. It might be very, very, I mean, hard to let go. I'll be honest. There are some things that are just hard to let go. Rather, if it's memories or it continues to make you feel good in whatever way, some things can be hard. But if it's not making you a better person each day or allowing you to grow more, it's not meant for you. What doesn't deserve you does not serve you. That quote, if it feel if you can feel it, take it. If it doesn't fit your cup of tea, I'm sorry. I gotta put that out there for you. What's not meant for you is not meant for you. What isn't helping you grow, you gotta let it go. Ah, that rhyme. <laughs> the second question that was asked throughout the week was, do you have a therapist? And the results were kind of shocking. Because why is this not as accessible? 12% said yes to having a therapist. And I'm so happy for y'all. I am genuinely happy to know that y'all have a therapist and are finding ways to grow better for yourselves and have that person that you can be open with and talk to about these things. I'm happy for you. 47% stated that they don't have a therapist. They just aren't able to have that specific resource to talk to. And that's okay. Because after today, on this episode, we're going to get you that therapist. And 41% said they don't have a therapist, but they want a therapist. And as I stated before, we're going to get you that help today. The last question that was asked was how can society change the aspect of mental health? And there were a lot of responses all looked at and grateful for that the audience interacted with these questions because I love to see y'all's point of views. Mental health should be normalized, talked about just as much as any other topic that you would see on the news. It should also have more services accessible to those that aren't so rich and wealthy. You know, some people aren't able to have enough money or have that resource to sit there and talk about their feelings or have that person that shows care for them in the way that they need. Mental health should also be promoted in a positive outlook. It is very common in, you know, certain certain clips or events that we've seen to where if someone is mentally, you know, going through some hardships, they're called crazy. I personally do not like the term crazy. If I see a person that, of course, may be walking back and forth, experiencing hallucinations, or might seem as if they're seeing different people in the room that you may not see, but they see. I don't want to call them crazy. They're experiencing hardships that I may not experience. That doesn't mean I should judge them, 
or treat them badly. Give them the help that they need. Give them resources. Give them love. Give them support. They're still human. Of course, in some cases, there have been ways to where they don't realize their actions and some people may have been harmed. Resources should still be provided because they are still human. No matter what actions or what may have been done, they have to face their consequences. Yes, that is true. However, resources resources should still be provided. But that is all my personal opinion. We may not agree. We may agree to disagree. But I stand for mental health and for all people. But overall, in order for the society to grow and be better, we should approach things more with love. Everybody wants love. Everybody wants love. Like in rather from God or friends, family, love is love. Everybody wants to be happy. No one wants to be, you know, sit in their room. Sorry, I got some in my eye. No one wants to experience that loneliness. No one wants to experience feeling the darkness consume, if you know what I mean. No one wants to feel such negative things. No one wants those negative thoughts to overwhelm them and just take over 24-7. It's overwhelming. It's It hurts. It's painful. Even if it's not physically pain, like physical pain, it still hurts. When you're going through emotions, it physically hurts. For example, if you cry so hard, you'll feel so much pain. Your throat will be dry after crying or, you know, being mad. You're hurting or punching and kicking stuff. And then you realize my hand is broken after I just punched a hole in the wall. That That's going to be painful unless, you know, pain tolerance is different. But I'm pretty sure your hand's going to hurt. I'm just saying. But overall, these questions with the audience and interactions are highly appreciated. And I'm so glad that there are people that understand that mental health is not normalized. It has grown over the years. Yes, I will definitely say that, especially after COVID, more and more therapists and counselors have came together and provided help where it is needed. I'm just playing my little old part and trying to spread it some more. So it's just as equivalent as going to see a doctor's visit. But getting down to the nitty gritty and getting to the real part of providing the resources. Before even thinking about sign up for any therapy or going to check into treatment facilities or recovery centers, check with your insurance first. Always check insurance first. Uh, Because some insurance companies may allow you to get therapy, some may not. Or some may be stricter or, you know, going to certain different places for therapy. It all depends on your insurance and what they're able to cover and what they're not. If you want to be bold and go out of pocket, do what you must. But I encourage insurance. And based on that first step and just calling your insurance and seeing, hey, you know, where can I, is it possible for me to experience, you know, therapy? Is it possible for me to sign up? And with a counselor that I can talk to for my mental health, take that first step. The next step is as simple as searching up all the drama that you look up 
on Instagram or TikTok or Twitter. You can search up therapists near you. You can search up recovery centers near you. Rather, if it's not you, if you really make your mental health a priority, you do what is necessary. Mental health should be a priority. So keep that in mind as you're looking for these places. If you're in rural areas and you're not able to get that, you might need to take that step to get the help that you need. Always find a way. Or reach out to your loved ones if they are there, you know, or your support group, rather if that's friends, family, acquaintances, anybody. All people need help and love and support. And whoever's there for you, you know, I'm pretty sure they would want you to be better. And if that means taking you up the road to go see a therapist, I don't think it's wrong with that. You know, as long as you're not, you know, making them drive miles on miles and not paying them gas. Come on, people. We got a, a tight economy. But you get what I'm saying, though. You get what I'm saying. Do research before entering these recovery homes or treatment facilities. You know, make sure that they have the resources that are available to you and your mental health, whatever diagnosis that you may have, or just certain feelings that you're not sure what it may be, but you just want to address, or just to have that resource on, you know, on hand. Be sure to always look up before entering a facility because you don't want to just hop into anything without fully knowing. Sometimes, yes, in certain cases, it's good to take that risk. However, this is your life. And if you're about to put yourself in a facility where you may or may not have roommates or may or may have to follow certain rules, always research before you go into it. A website that I personally use, which will be put into the description below, would be Psychology Today uh, for looking up online therapists or searching up recovery centers in the area that you may live in. That's a resource that I would recommend at the moment because I personally used it. But overall, if you're researching, call, make phone calls to whatever numbers are provided that can get you to like the main office or, you know, some some have ways of uh, putting in self-referrals or getting a referral from someone else, a relative or maybe a friend. There are even therapists that will allow you to set an appointment online so you can just walk right in. All of these steps are important to your mental health and I hope you take the steps that you need to get the mental health resources that you need to become a better person. I'm putting myself out there about to take the step as well because even though I am advocating for this being real, I am also looking for a therapist. So after this video, as a self-message to myself, and friends and family and all the audience and support, get a therapist. It's not a bad thing. It might seem awkward at first because you know you're sitting there or may have to talk to somebody and about all their really deep problems, but it's way much better to let it go than hold it inside. Don't hold it inside. I think I've reiterated this, like re restated this a lot of times. Holding all your emotions or holding in so much trauma that may have happened to you, it hurts. Like at first, it's a, like it's emotional pain. It builds and builds. And then one day you snap. You don't even realize you was at your breaking point. You just like 
putting a little, you know, shaking up a soda and not expecting it to go boom. You got to be real with yourself. Can't let all that build inside you. You got to talk about these things. It's completely healthy. And I'm here to advocate for that as well. That's why I'm taking the step necessary. And I hope that you all too. Hopefully this video was helpful. And of course, throughout, you know, as more episodes come out, we're going to provide more resources as I get more in tune. Of course, getting help is normal. Talking to a therapist is normal. Or even talking to friends, associates, etc., etc. It's all normal. Mental health is normal. It's just as important as physical. So each of y'all take care of yourselves. Continue to spread love. And I truly, once again, cannot emphasize this enough. I thank you all so much for your support. It means the world to me. As I take on this podcast and try to make a healing spot for young adults that feel as if they have no one else in this world. I'm here to tell you I'm here for you. Love you all. Have a great day.